special Midwest tour edition of Look at His Butt, our review of complete works of William Shatner, abridged. The complete works of William Shatner, abridged. Welcome to Look at His Butt live Midwest tour. Midwest tour. We're in the second stop of our Midwest tour. That's right. The second and final stop. Of well, <laughs> yeah, but... We went from one place to another. It's a it's tour, true. as far it's as I'm true. concerned. It's true. We did, and it was a whirlwind of going from one place to another. <laughs> it sure was. Jeez, we were barely there. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yesterday we were in Minneapolis, Minnesota, mm -hmm. to see the complete works of William Shatner abridged. Yes. Um, we got into Minneapolis. We met up at our hotel. We went to the, uh, what's the name of that place? The Bryant Lake Bowl. Bryant Lake Bowl, which we were informed by... Um, the concierge at our hotel that it was a, a famous place and it had been on Food Network and everything. And it was, we had really good dinner there. Yes, it, and it, he it said something like, so it was on Food Network more for the ambiance or ambience. the atmosphere. Uh, but it was very popular. We were lucky we got there before it got too crowded so we were able to sit right away. It's very casual and everything. But this is, to me, such an interesting place because you go in, the front is this this nice funky little restaurant with mm -hmm. good food and then you know you walk further back and there's the bowling alley and people mm -hmm. bowling and you make a left turn and you go to the theater and it's a nice little theater it's a great little theater yep. and so that's where the complete works were yeah and uh, down in front where we sat of course they had some tables set up with the chairs so mm -hmm. we had our drinks with us mm -hmm. and uh, and the show began and it was wonderful it was a wonderful show we had been specifically avoiding descriptions of what happens in the show, so we didn't really know what it was going to be like. Although we'd seen pictures of the cast, so we knew mm -hmm. that there were going to be portrayals of Bill at different points in his career. Uh, but the show itself, and I guess we can tell them what the plot yes. is. Um, so <laughs> basically, it's young William Shatner confronting later versions of William Shatner uh, as Captain Kirk and as T.J. Hooker and as the Priceline negotiator with a quick cameo by Denny Crane. Yes, and the thing is he's not really confronting versions of William Shatner, he's confronting those characters. Yeah. In and this is young Bill who is understudying Christopher Plummer, <laughs> as, he, as reminds he reminded us several times, um, at the Stratford Festival. Yes. And uh, so he's encountering them all in this place with paper mache rock. That's right, well they're not really paper mache, it was a, you know, thermodynamic. Yeah, <laughs> there, was, there was great techno bab babble explaining why the rocks were the way they were. Right. But um, So each of the characters of, of Shatner is a real person in their own alternate universe. So they're not, to themselves, they're not fictional characters, mm -hmm. although some of them are fictional characters to each other. Oh, yeah. Which was very interesting. Yes, because T.J. Hooker knew who Captain Kirk was yes. from the television show. That's right, yeah. Yes. So there was uh, a lot of Kirk in it, which was great. It was, it was so, first of all, it is a very good script. It's well paced, it's mm -hmm. got an actual story to it. And just, we were talking about it last night, like there were points where they could have gone on and on, mm -hmm. uh, you know, belaboring a certain joke or whatever, and they didn't. It yep. was really good, it just kept moving right along. It was like 45 minutes yep, long. Yeah, it was very tight. And just, I was laughing through the whole thing, so laughing or giggling or at least smiling, you know, yeah. as, as big as I could because it was so thoroughly entertaining. Mm -hmm. And once again, Kirk was played by a woman. And 
I just love when Kirk is played by a woman. You know, there's something about women playing Kirk who get the character more than some men do, I mm -hmm. think. And I'm not quite sure what that's about, but yeah. she was great. Wendy Bowlesby. Wendy Bowlesby, she was uh, she was absolutely wonderful. She did one of the best Kirks I have ever seen. Mm -hmm. She she totally had not just the halting cadence, mm -hmm. but the the running together and ignoring periods mm -hmm. at the ends of sentences <laughs> and and the movement. Oh, the movement was great. Just, just fantastic. Uh, and I think I said this to you last night or this morning, but when she went over and put her foot up on that rock, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just like, it was so Kirk. Yep. It was great. Yes. Oh, it was wonderful. And I believe, wasn't Kirk's first entrance a shoulder roll? Shoulder roll. A gratuitous yes. shoulder roll. Yeah, totally. And there are several throughout the show. <laughs> I mean, Kirk rarely crosses from one side of the stage to the other without rolling. Right. And then T.J. Hooker, when he comes on, you see the hood of a car come on and he rolls off of it. He does a lot of rolling on a very, very small stage. Yes, yes, yeah. he was expert at rolling. And um, young Bill mm -hmm. was dressed in a toga. Yes. He was at a costume fitting for Julius Caesar, but he had a red shirt on underneath <laughs> and Kirk said, never wear red, you gotta take that off. So he ripped the shirt, I just, I howled. It was so good and he had a paper dagger. Yes, <laughs> and it really looked like it. It was so cheesy. It was just, just perfect. And then the Priceline negotiator, mm -hmm. this guy, his, his name, name is Tim, Tim. I'm pretty He's sure. another Tim. Tim Uren. So, first of all, he had Shatner right at that stage of his life. He mm -hmm. wasn't doing Kirk in a, in a suit. And when he, whenever he came out or whatever, the, the sound would go, price line negotiator. And he would do the karate chop moves and he did them exactly like Bill. It was great. He was so good. His Bill was so good through the whole thing. And there were even little touches of, um, I would say not Bill exactly doing Priceline Negotiator, but some of the, the looser things, like there were things in there that he was doing that I kind of remember from Bill's O Canada. Just mm -hmm. like a few inflections or the way he talked or, right, or right. things that were not quite so negotiator specific, but just more things that Bill does. Of that, of that, of that stage. So, yes, yes, of that stage. So those were the, the faces of Bill who were, who were there. And um, there were references to so oh, many things in his career. Yeah. At one point, they're, um, they're going through scripts yeah. and, you know, going Kingdom of the Spiders and they <laughs> toss it and just keep naming these and tossing them. There was a, an Esperanto joke and, mm -hmm. and you're going to hear the interview we did yeah. with, the, with the cast and the creative uh, staff and um, they said there was an Esperanto joke and they said, yeah, at each performance there was like one person <laughs> who got it and, you know, last night there were two because there were us. But um, just so so well put together and mm -hmm. like you were saying when we talked to them last night the conclusion of the show mm -hmm. is, is so in tune with where Bill's mindset is now mm -hmm. as he looks back on his career. Yeah, the, the whole plot line is that uh, young William Shatner who's understudying for Christopher, did you know that he was understudying for Christopher Plummer? I think I heard that, in, yeah. In Henry V. But thank you for reminding <laughs> me that, Henry V, yes. Uh, that he has gathered all of these different characters together because um, he doesn't want to end up as someone who's been known for the one role, the, mm -hmm. the Kirk role especially, in his career. 
and he, he over the course of the the second half of the play he comes to kind of accept it and say it's okay because all the other characters are kind of convincing him that it's okay right and they point out that nobody gets the career they want that's or they right. think they're going to have that's right yeah I yeah. thought all of the points that they made about that were really really good mm -hmm. they were saying everybody's gonna be in something crappy right. you know you really think that you're gonna go your whole career just being in good plays and never being in bad ones that's that's what you think but that's not that's, what's gonna that's happen not how it's gonna work out <laughs> yeah. no and you know do you if you kill James T Kirk is that any guarantee that you're gonna be a great actor you have no yeah. control over yeah. that you know and those were really good points you know not just in the not just in the context of the life of William Shatner but in anybody's life right like you can't say oh if I go back and change that thing everything's gonna be the way I, I wanted it right to be. right you just don't know you don't know what the effect no. will be so you have to take what has happened and, and live with it I want to point out what was one of the real highlights of the show for me, and I haven't mentioned this to you before, but um, at one point when young Shatner and Kirk are on stage, uh, they start talking and, she, and Kirk is saying, well, yes, of course, I'm, I'm familiar with Shakespeare, and, and young Shatner says, uh, yeah, I'm understanding Christopher Plummer in Henry V, yeah. <laughs> and Kirk goes, oh, yes, one of my favorite speeches, and he does the speech. Yeah. She does the speech. but as Kirk doing the speech. It was really good. It was so amazing and I swear I, I practically had tears in my eyes because we've talked about the earlier works you mm -hmm. know that you never get to see the live stage works and especially you know that that night when he did go on for Christopher Plummer <laughs> it was a big deal in his career and yeah. of course we can never see that or experience that but this kind of did it for me. It was me. good. It was really good. And and they were both very good at doing yes. Shakespeare, which was also good. You yes, know, that they yes. were able to, to convey all of the, the emotion in that. Yeah, that was great. I really liked that moment. The other really wonderful thing, and we talked about this a little bit with the cast, was um, in doing T.J. Hooker, it wasn't as popular as Trek. Right. But like he was saying, there were certain things that if you if you hit on them, they were just capturing 1980s cop television, mm -hmm. and really good job there. Yes. you know, of um, you know that, that that they never run out of bullets and uh, got to make this count, sh this shot count, and, right. and everything. And um, and he, you know, he was not really doing a Shatner impression, mm -hmm. um, but he he was capturing that essence of what the mm -hmm. the show was. So that you know. They were all, all good performers, yes. and there was, um, there was a Gorn-like monster yes. who kept coming through. Mm -hmm. And oh, oh my God, one of the funniest things is when Kirk teaches young Shatner how yes. to fight. Oh, that was so good with the, the um, two hands together. Yeah, to make um, a double punch. Right, <laughs> and and the, and young Shatner goes. Wow, that's great. It's like you're hitting him twice at once. <laughs> and later when Kirk is battling this Garn-like thing, the, the kid, well, you know, in his 20s, but, but he, he, he yells at him, hit him twice at once. <laughs> it was great. And uh, as I said to you earlier, I love the fact that as Kirk is teaching him this move, you know, this is serious. Don't ever use this on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So funny. Yes. So very, very, very funny. Um, so it was all just so good. Every little thing about it was so good. Mm -hmm. And there were lots of, of throwaway lines and um, just quotes drawn from all different places. 
has been made it in there with yes, um, and that was me. one of the few jokes that you and I got. I was I just like, that oh, other he's people doing the like, has been thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. Oh, and the finale. The finale, which was all of the Kirks doing Rocket Man, and it was so good because it was all of them doing Rocket Man, just like Bill had been doing it on all his different personas. Oh, well, and it was video. just like that video yes. from those were they MTV Awards or something? Oh, it was before where did MTV. It, it was, was some something rock and roll hall of where you know Bill yeah. comes out and starts it, and yeah. then another Bill comes out, and then another yes. Bill, and and Young Shatner played the one who is so cool and does Rocket Man, Man. you know, oh, and he's you know uh -huh. twisting around it, oh. And it was just such a, a perfect little thing to it bring was. it all together the way it did. It was great. It was really, really good. And we love the fact that the T.J. Hooker version of Kirk was smoking a joint also. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good. Just a wonderful show. And they do have two more yes, shows. Yes. If any of you are listening and are in the Minneapolis area, they're going to do do it again at um, our, at the same place, Bryant Lake Bowl, yes. on October 26th and 27th. Yes. And you know, if you can get get in, you know, get there to see it, I think it was like ten dollars or twelve dollars yeah. for the oh, ticket. Oh, so worth it! So much fun, yeah. and these people obviously are having a great fun, and all of them seem to have a great love of what they're doing, mm -hmm. and at least an appreciation of Bill and. One of the things I gotta say, I really loved about interviewing the cast, and I think you will hear this in the interview, is you and I talk about Bill as an actor, mm -hmm. but I never get to talk to other actors about Bill because they either aren't fans or won't admit they're fans or whatever, mm -hmm. but to talk to other actors who were talking about him on, you know, on the same wavelength that I do yeah. was so wonderful. And, and to hear them say, that he's maybe not just a, a very good actor, that he's a great actor. In yes, fact. and that sincerity, that commitment that yes. we have talked about so many times. It was just a, a wonderful, it wonderful night. It was really, really good. So it was funny, it was touching, it was deep, you know? Mm -hmm. it, was for, it was really deep, really deep, man. And uh, it was just great, and everybody in it was so good, such good comic timing, too. Mm -hmm. You can tell that it was well rehearsed that they well knew directed what they were doing, everything every, and then when we were talking to them they told us that this stage is like half the size of the stage they had at the fringe festival so you know there was some adaptation going on to mm -hmm. that and just uh, thoroughly enjoyable i think the whole audience loved it oh yeah and it was pretty crowded um it was mm -hmm. not a, a big venue but it seemed by the time the show was starting it was pretty full which is good yes it's nice to see so many people come out for that Including us. Including us. For our tour. I'm <sighs> so glad we went and saw that. Yeah, that was a great thing. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. That's right. We that's right. We yeah, did. and we, we asked them, you know, uh, are you going to take this other places? And uh, and they <laughs> told us, you know, they might do it at Convergence. Yeah. And uh, and I said, well, you know, there's lots of funky little venues in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, and they said, yeah, book us and we'll be there. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking we might want to, to do like a Shatner evening and have them and do our look at his butt live, you know, like a two-act oh, thing. That would be interesting. Hmm. Well, we'll have to give that some thought. Yes. An evening of Shatner-based entertainment. Yes. <laughs> Shattainment. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. So very, very, very good. Yes. Yay! Totally worth coming out here for that. Absolutely. Oh, I would great. recommend it to anybody who gets a chance to see it. Yeah. You'll have a wonderful yeah. time. 
So now um, we're going to drop in the interview that we did, yes. which is about um, 20 minutes, half an hour long. Uh, we had a great chat with all of the cast members, and we'll, we'll identify them, and you will get to hear them talk about um, how they came up with the idea for the show, what roles they're playing, how they did prep for the roles, and talk a lot about just Bill and how awesome Bill is. Yes. <laughs> so we know our whole listener base will thoroughly enjoy that interview, and I wish all of you could have seen that. Yeah. And uh, you know, honestly, we said this, if Bill saw it, he would, he would, he love, would it. love it. And I think he should import them to Shatner Weekend. <gasps> that would be great. Can you imagine? That would be so awesome. Yeah. Well, he'd love it. So that's going to be it from us for now. Yes. And then we'll be back um, shortly with more stuff because we're here now in Podcasting Central and we're going to be recording a lot more stuff. Yes, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff over this weekend. So I think this is going to be one, one special this is, show. This is one special show for, for all of our listeners because we want to get this out. Yes. Yes. So um, that's all from us. Thanks for listening to this. And now listen to the interview. Yes, don't miss it. But we've, we were just talking about the fact that we've seen, like, every kind of Shatner-based entertainment that there is. So we've, is it, is we've seen... Um, is there an opera? Well, <laughs> no, actually, we haven't seen that, but we did see... Well, we saw a, a several improv groups that do um, episodes, which yeah. are yeah. wonderful. There's, a, there's an improv group in the Twin yeah, Cities. Yeah, so we've seen that. And then, then we saw, in a very small theater in San Francisco, a gender swap version of Mud's Women, where oh, they had awesome. drag queens playing. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, so it was great. And the woman who played Captain Kirk was wonderful and reminded us very much of you. Um, she just had that same kind of sass and attitude. It was awesome. I kind of think it should always be women playing that. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to, to think that, especially having seen the, the Elvis impersonator who plays Kirk in these new fan films who's really interesting. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. So, can we quickly just go around the yes. circle? Introduce and yourself. Introduce yourself and say what your connection is with the show, who you played, or what, you know, you wrote it, you, sure. you whatever, ran lights, whatever. Uh, Wendy Bowlesby, I play Captain James Tiberius Kirk. Uh, my name is Tim Wick. I played uh, several characters in the show. Uh, basically, I'm the utility player, and I'm also the co-writer of the script. I'm Bill Steiler. I am the co-writer. Uh, I'm Brandon Ewald. I played the original um, young William Shatner. Speak up. Different. Oh. Yes. <laughs> You're Hello. the farthest from the Yes, I played uh, young William Shatner in the Fringe Festival, Minnesota Fringe Festival version of this show. Okay. I'm um, Teddy Wren. I played the Priceline Negotiator. <laughs> I'm Derek the Duck Washington. I play T.J. Hooker. John Newstrom. I co-conceived and directed the show. Woo! Great. Cool. So we've got just about everybody here in the room, I think. First of all, we want to start off by just congratulating you guys on such a great show. Thank all you. the way through Thank it, you. I was going, this is so well scripted and just moved along so well. And and you were Ooh, saying... bumps, Bill, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that made it really good is that you guys are obviously well-versed in, in Shatner. Like, oh, yeah. A show like this wouldn't work unless you knew all this stuff cold. And you did. And there were so many little jokes in there that most people probably wouldn't get, but if you know it, it's hilarious. It yeah. was just great. When, when uh, Tim and I talked about, we're, we're like sort of sketching out what we wanted to do with this show. We talked about the things that, you know, we had to include in there and sort of the jokes that we had to put in there, but then we also like, like, 
there's a joke in there about Incubus, which is a mm-hmm. film Shatner did that was made entirely yep. in Esperanto. And like, I remember at the Fringe Festival, one person laughed at that joke, and I was so completely satisfied. <laughs> well, the great thing is one person laughed at every show. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so somebody always got it. Yeah, we would, we tried to, you know, you, when you're writing something like this, what you want to write is the surface comedy that the people who don't know anything about William Shatner will get and think the show's funny anyway. And then you want to write the deep cuts for the people that are true William Shatner geeks. <laughs> that they're going to go, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. They, these guys aren't posers. Yeah. They, they, they are well-versed in Shatner lore. That was our goal, anyway, was to get both, both the surface and the, and the deep cuts in there. So what was the inspiration for the show? What happened? Oh, Tim can tell this story. <laughs> so what happened, uh, John and I used to work together in the same office. Uh, we produced a show at the Fringe Festival last year called uh, Highlander the Musical. And after that show went up, it was actually doing quite well. And so in our heady, heady uh, uh, mind of success, we were like, well, what are we going to do next year? And we just started throwing around uh, silly titles for shows. And uh, at the same time, on Twitter, there was a hashtag, like, Fringe Festival 2012. And so yeah. people were tweeting their silly titles for the next year. And we're throwing around these titles... And the title one of us threw out, I don't remember which one, was Complete Works of William Shatner Abridged. And we thought, ha, ah, that's hilarious. Well, I said, I must tweet it. So I did tweet it, and Bill saw it on Twitter. I would go to see that show. Yeah. And I yes. was like, we have to, because I want to see this show. Just, <laughs> this show must happen. So it was, it was a joke at first, but then uh, Bill and I sat down uh, at Fringe Central, yeah. I think that night, and, and, he, and he said, I would, I would absolutely co-write yeah. that show. And I was like, wow. Bill writes, Bill writes very, very good stuff, and I was like, wow, I would absolutely love to co-write a show with Bill, so uh, yeah. it pretty much at that point was a done deal. Yeah, because once you hear that title, you can see the show happening in your head, mm-hmm. so it's like, it was much easier <laughs> to write. I thought it was a brilliant story, Yeah, I, and I'm kind of surprised to hear that the title came first, because uh, <laughs> it, the way it so the fits festival. the title. I mean, that's, that's the story you told, which yeah. was... Uh, was absolutely delightful. As a writer, I work title first a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, so, I'm, I'm in a band and we write comedy music, and almost always the name of the song comes before any of the lyrics. I'm just like, I'm going to write a song about this, and that's that's where Shatner came from too. I'm going to write a show. We're going to write a show about this. Yeah. So how did you cast this? Are these all friends of yours, or you know, actors who went, Yeah, I could play William Shatner. <laughs> uh, a little of both. Uh, Wendy and I have known each other for a very long time, and uh, when we started doing the show, I said, Wendy does the best Captain Kirk I've ever seen. Um, so it, was not, it, was, it wasn't stunt casting. It wasn't like, oh, let's cast a girl as Kirk. I just said, we need Wendy for Kirk. Um, and uh, Duck and I, I don't know, had we, we hadn't done a show together. Well, we'd written well, some we'd stuff. Well, we'd written stuff for uh, Convergence, the science fiction convention together. But. Yeah, but we hadn't done a show together, but Duck just seemed like the right person for T.J. Hooker. And Duck had done a lot of shows with Bill. Yeah. yeah. So yeah and I jumped on Tim, like, the second they got the slot in the French show, I was like, hey, Tim, tell me more about the slot you just got. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting right next to him at the Tim lottery. Was, you Tim, got a slot at the Tim French? Was actually, Tim, Tim, Tim uh, Uren, the other Tim, Hi. was involved with another show, and then I heard uh, oh, yeah. that he got okay. uninvolved with that show, and I jumped, because I, for, for the Denny Crane slash older Shatner, I, I absolutely knew he would nail it, so I like, yeah. emailed. As soon as I heard the rumor that he was available, I sent him an email. Yeah, I really have to congratulate you. It's Tim, right? Yes, yes. And you played Priceline Negotiator and yes. Denny Crane. And, you know, so many people, and I'm not, 
you know, yeah. downgrading anything that Wendy did. <laughs> but so many people, because he's been parodied so often, can do young Kirk and can do yeah. uh, young right. Shatner and Captain Kirk. But you're one of the very few people I've seen catch that cadence that he's got now. So that was... Oh, thank you. It was, in fact, when they, when they asked me to be part of it, I'm gesturing, which is useless. Yeah. When they asked me to be part of it, <laughs> um, I did the stupid actor thing. Well, let me check my schedule and see. And then later the penny dropped him. They just asked you to be William Shatner in the show. Say yes. Um, and it's so much fun to do. It, once you start doing it, 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 you don't want to stop because it's, it's like learning a lyric dialect, and it's fun to be able to speak that way. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you've got the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. Thank you. And then we had, and then uh, Young Brandon, Shatner actually took us the longest. Yeah, uh, Brandon came in because uh, we really didn't, when we wrote the show, we didn't realize that Young Shatner was the lead. When we started writing it, uh, we kind of thought Kirk was the lead, yeah. but but as the show progressed, it really became clear that Young Shatner was the lead, and we were like, we really need an actor who can pull off uh, the lead role, and we didn't really have the right actors in our stable of friends right. who who had performed. So we asked a, a friend of ours, Joseph Scrimshaw, who's a comedy writer in the Twin Cities, who he knew, and he recommended Brandon to us, uh, which was a great recommendation. Um, absolutely, yeah, absolutely was, knocked it out. Of the he park. was terrific. I, I think we met over a burger. Right. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, you signed off. Like you no know, script, no nothing. Just I'm there. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. We did. We did. Really we wrote the script. No, I definitely asked you for a script. I was like, well, well, Joe, Joe asked me, and I thought that was awesome. And then we went, oh yeah, Tim, because Tim and I did a show. Yeah. Tim Ren and I yeah. did a show a number of years together, and I was like, great, this is awesome. And I knew. Uh, bunch of people in the cast and I thought well this sounds great but you know I still want to read something and <laughs> we met um, you just don't say oh sure because I've done that before really? like horrible horrible <laughs> results where is my idea yeah oh I, so we had to write a script Lord. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn it <laughs> but, but you probably have the hardest job because there, young Shatner is very ill-formed, right? When you see him as an older man, well, he's, he's, he's sort of he's got all that stuff around him. But we've seen a lot of his very early performances, and he's yeah. not quite there, right? Yeah. He's like kind well, of. I think it's it's very much um, it, it's the least known. Yeah. So a lot of people would initially think, "Well, that's the hardest." Um, I thought, well, it's the least known, so I can do whatever the hell. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no one would really know. <laughs> And I could just say I did research, and it would be yeah. great. No, 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 I did, did a little bit of research. It was, it was How much so much about. How did you learn? Um, <laughs> yes. <It> was, <laughs> um, what I liked about Brandon's performance in The Fringe was, if you paid attention, he didn't do the Shatner voice or anything at the beginning. But once the twist happens, then suddenly you start getting a little of this. It, it was like young Shatner uh, against yeah. against his better judgment was catching. <laughs> we catching mm -hmm. Shatner. Yes. Um, yes. And, and, and trying his damnedest not to be that character that he knew he was going to become, and yet he really couldn't stop himself. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the... the the, the thing that Brandon has, I don't, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to compare you to William Shatter as an actor, <laughs> but I'm gonna. Uh, is this a bad thing? Watch, I don't know if no, no, thing. it's not. If you watch Shatter in Judgment at Nuremberg and like his really early mm -hmm. stuff, I mean, and this is the reason why he, Captain Kirk is an icon. He's a very captivating actor. He has a really great presence, and I think that the, he, you, that you absolutely nailed that. I mean, yep. all eyes were upon you as you were doing this. It was as it you was ripped fantastic. your yeah. shirt off. As you ripped your shirt off. 
And unfortunately, Sorry. Brandon couldn't join us for the remount. Yeah. So, oh, I wish I could. Oh, yeah. Man. I was sitting in the, the audience night, and I was drinking my beer and realizing, I still know every line. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been the twist. You could have come oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shatner, Shatner, Shatner. I brought you here. I brought you all. Oh, man, that would be great. Okay, so, now, what Jacob, is, what Jacob is your who name took again? over. Uh, it's Duck, like the bird. Duck. Okay, Duck. I think you had a very tough job. Because although T.J. Hooker is very well known, he's not as well known as Kirk yeah. or as the right. price line negotiator. So, see, I even say it in that musical. <laughs> <laughs> negotiator. Price line negotiator. Um, so, are you a lifelong Shatner fan? I, I, I am a lifelong Shatner fan. I wasn't a huge fan of T.J. Hooker growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And so... When this role came, you know, it was a role that was very physical. I'm, I'm known to do some things that are fairly physical. You know, like I jumped in and watched like, like as much T.J. Hooker I could find online as I could. Most of them were little five-minute episodes of like, you know, uh, they cut for like speed. Um, you know, but so when I went to approach the role, I approached it more from the aspect instead of instead of trying to get the the Kirk mannerisms down or the the Shatner mannerisms down in speech, focused more on just the the bravado and the the overplayedness of of like those cheesy cop shows like yeah. T.J. Hooker was, you know, and, and, and you know, yeah. So so it was exactly, and I, I also figured that if all of us were trying to do a Shatner impersonation, that the audience was going to get tired. Mm-hmm. So I did focus a lot more on the physical than on the uh, voice. Very, very successful. Your entrance is going to to live in my memory as one of the greatest yeah. theatrical That's what, Unfortunately for this remount, the, uh, the stage run is a little smaller than the... But it's a lot smaller. So the, car, the car hood that we <laughs> used is on wheels, and he would literally be rolled onto the stage, roll off the hood, and then the hood would drive off, and then later in the show, as he, one of his exits, the hood would roll on, he would leap on the hood <laughs> and transport it off. We couldn't oh. do that because this stage is too small. That was one and of the most amazing things that I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> well, that's so the great. thing about was with writing T.J. Hooker. I think is that I hadn't, I can't even recall watching T.J. Hooker as a kid. But if you asked me what T.J. Hooker was like, I probably could have described an episode. Mm-hmm. It has those cheesy '80s drug dealers, cops taking like the one good shot, mm-hmm. people, cars exploding, cars flipping over, that sort of thing. And I think that, you know, that I was so amazed with the stagecraft of how you guys made a tiny little theater stage managed to capture crappy 80s cop action. You see, I think some of the most amazing and imaginative things are done in the small theaters that have no budget. And that really just, you know, taxes your imagination. And I think it's great. Well, and it taxes even more because the stage is about a quarter of the size of the stage that we originally mounted the show. So Yeah, I originally did two dive rolls in the original production. And there's really only room for one this time. Ah, it's so sad. <laughs> Actually, the dive rolls were added because we did a preview. And we were just... We didn't want to do any part of the script, so we were just telling people, hey, we're doing this show, I'm playing these roles, it's going to be cool. And while we were goofing and riffing on it, I'm like, oh, I could do a role. And they're like, well, yeah, that'd be funny. And I'm, So then while we're doing the preview, I'm like, watch out, I'm going to roll. And I stepped back <laughs> and I did a roll, and the crowd just went wild. And the next rehearsal, John, the director, is like, well, I think we're going to alter your first intro. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be stupid not to. Yes. 
Now, Wendy was telling us earlier that she watched Star Trek as a kid and was noticing, as did we, and as we continue to notice how amazingly charismatic and charming Bill was in that role. So what about the rest of you? Have you all been infected with Shatner? Are you lifelong fans? Have you slept with him? What's the history? <laughs> well, I've slept with him. I'll admit it. Okay. Finally, okay. someone admits <laughs> No, no, I think, I think Shatner is such a part of everyday life for everybody at this point in time that everybody knows about William Shatner, whether it's a personal connection or not. And I certainly grew up watching the, the original series and really became a giant fan of Boston Legal is where mm. William Shatner really took over for me. Denny Crane is you know, phenomenal. And so when we moved forward and we were cast, all these different people were come together, it wasn't really about trying to pull anything out. It was really their natural talent. These guys are so phenomenal that their comedy styling and everything is so great that it was almost... Kismet, I guess, really. Uh, yeah, I was. I, I've always, I've always been a Star Trek fan for the most part. But uh, I think, I think I really, it really sunk in when I, I saw William Shatner at a convention sometime just after Generations came out. Um, he went to the convention and he spoke at the convention and like, like he floored me. I was like, oh, that dude is awesome. I, you know, I, he had me, he had me at hello that day. <laughs> um, and I, you know, and I've been, I, I, I'm always amazed to watch him in everything now that, you know, when he, when he pops up in whatever, he to be such talk. a, to be, to, to have such a unique presence is, yeah. is, is, is rare. Um, so. And for the ego that he very definitely has, <laughs> to, to also have a sense of humor about himself. If I fell in love with him again because of Free Enterprise, uh -huh. when you yes. know the story behind how yes. the movie was made and mm -hmm. how he became involved, and then you watch, and it's charming, and he's funny and and horribly egotistical, but also human, and then I'm like, oh, you're, you, you're a lot older now, Bill, but you're still awesome! And then you go back and watch early Trek, and now that I'm a grown woman, you know, when I was a kid it was like, yay, the trouble with dribbles, and I love it! And now I'm like, take off your shirt again! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't, I, I watched Star Trek when I was younger, but uh, I've always had this issue with any television, which is I hate commercials. Um, and so, until things started coming out on DVD, and I could watch an entire television episode without having commercials, I really didn't watch a lot of television. So for me, uh, I really got to know Shatner in the movies because I'm a big movie fan, so uh, especially especially uh, Khan. Oh, yeah. but, but really, the, 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 the trilogy, what I really consider 2, 3, 4, yes. which is the strongest of all the Star Trek films. Undoubtedly. Yeah. yeah. Is, is where Star I Trek got... Dice. What about Star Trek 5? Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Star I Trek got... 6 isn't bad. Six. I actually do like Star Trek 6. I do like Star Trek 6. 6 is one of my favorites. It's 5 is like, a, to me, a fanfic that starts out, oh, this might be interesting, and then goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah and, and, yeah, and not everything works. But, but the movies are where I got to know Shatner as Kirk. Uh, and and uh, just as a, as a geek... You see Shatner and other things, and uh, Bill, I think, was far more, far more the deep Shatner uh, geek than me. I, don't know. I mean, I was um, certainly aware of his career. Uh, I, 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 I think William Shatner is not just a good actor. I think William Shatner is actually a great actor because he is really commits to anything he does, and I think you see that in like when he's dealing with a really shitty script. We have talked like about the, this so many the times last, on like the, the show. The last episode of Star Trek where he's like switched mm -hmm. bodies with a woman, and it's a completely sexist, horrible script, 
but Shatner is completely committed to that role. 110 percent. I think that's one of the reasons yeah. why he's sort of easy to parody and make fun of is that he's not holding anything back. He is right. okay, here's how I'm gonna play the scene. He's fearless. He is I, not ashamed to make the bold yeah, choices. No, and it's like the one thing, like when he's screaming Khan into the communicator, I mean, that's the moment he's most known. There is no other way to play that scene other than <laughs> Unless you're gonna go, Newland. You know? <laughs> he's just complete rage is just pouring through him, and it's that sincerity, and sincerity, as a comedian, I will tell you, sincerity is really easy to mock. But there is there is no other good way to play that scene. Yep, yep, totally agree. I don't know. I mean, everyone has these great stories. I grew up with Shatner. And I had very li- I'm going to be honest. I had very little Shatner um, uh, indulgence. Yeah, we gave him some homework when he so it, He didn't imprint yeah. himself on you at an early No, age. no, which, well, which I think actually, role. yeah, I think mm-hmm. it worked really well for the role because... because He's discovering himself, mm-hmm. and John. Well, when, when we met, uh, we went, met over a burger, and John was trying to sell me this script. John and Tim, and, and um, uh, they said, "Well, how much do you know about Shatner?" And I go, "Well, I know who he is." And yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know how to you know parody the, the acting style, and I know, of course, Captain Kirk and Jimmy Hooker and a couple other things. But I didn't really know anything about. Um, so after we we met and we he sold me on the script and I said sure and I read it I went home and I went onto Wikipedia and went oh my god who the hell is this guy <laughs> I have to figure this out but uh, like John and Tim and Bill have said that uh, for the role it didn't really matter so much that uh, you, he didn't know so much about Shatner because he's he's the young Shatner he doesn't know about himself right this right. character. Well, he does, it turns out, in the end. But you can't play it like that, or else it won't work. Right. Yeah. So, um... You realize you're oh, slipping into the Shatner speech yeah. pattern now? <laughs> <laughs> I picked up just enough of the run of the show to, to plug it in at the end of the show. And um, I went, well, great. Uh, bullet dodge. I remember watching Airplane 2. Uh, and that being like a real turning point of like, oh my god, this man is hilarious. The cheese, the um, And the whole script and and reviewing his career, uh, it's very interesting through an actor's eyes of of appreciating like these are the really good things he does as an actor that we've been talking about. If um, he doesn't look back and he's he will take. As I once heard Leonard, Leonard Nimoy describe, Captain Kirk on paper is a kind of boring character. Uh, and on the screen, he is amazing because William Shatner makes yeah. him amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. I think uh, Bill and I, when we when we were writing, one of the things that we both felt really strongly about was, yes, we were writing a comedy. Yeah. But we wanted to write a comedy about William Shatner that would not offend William Shatner if he came to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, not mocking him. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. We were laughing just... with him. Yeah, is, is what we wanted to do. It's it's easy. It's easy to take pot shots that because there are people who everyone knows what William Shatner's acting style is like. But we really, I really love what he does, and like you know the affectations. But every actor does that. Like any actor who has achieved any level of fame, 
everybody has something that Christopher like, Walken is you know, Christopher Walken yeah. Ray is for doing the same. Yeah. John Wayne John Wayne you yeah. can, anybody can do an impression and I think far too many people it's like somebody had this great uh, this great statement about um, uh, who is the guy that used to host the talk the really big show oh, Ed, Ed Sullivan Ed Sullivan Everybody knows what an impression of Ed Sullivan sounds like, but nobody knows what Ed Sullivan <laughs> sounds like. And I, and I really want to try to I've get I've heard that said that no one does an impersonation of Shatner, they do an impersonation of Kevin Pollack. Yes, yes. So we were trying to do, yeah, you know, there's, so, but it's, it's a loving parody. Yeah, it, it, it definitely, is. definitely yeah. is, I can say from an audience standpoint and as a, a Shatner butt girl, which is you know, what we call ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But, um... One yeah. thing that we really felt was true was the perspective that you give at the end of the show is very much Bill's perspective now, because yeah. he said this in interviews, that he's really come to terms with who Captain Kirk is and what effect it's had on his career, and I think he wouldn't make that choice. He wouldn't go back in time and say, no, I won't play Kirk because well, it'll stereotype that, me. That he's okay is, with it. That is a little bit of where we pulled from. I, um, when we realized we were going to do the show, one of the things I did, I went and watched the captains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, in there, you've got that moment. And the thing about, about Shatner that we all know is no matter what Shatner is doing, and he made this movie theoretically about all the people who had played captains on Star Trek, but what it was really about was William Shatner. Um, and, but what you learned about William Shatner and his, yeah. his moment where he, that he has with uh, uh, Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart, where he says, you know, I've, you've, you've given me the ability to sort of accept... That, that it's okay that mm-hmm. people are going to remember me as Captain Kirk. And so that actually was, when it came to telling the story, what really started to gel with me is what the story was about, mm-hmm. which is William Shatner coming to terms with the fact that Captain Kirk is his identity. Whether he likes it or not, mm-hmm. that's, that's who he is. Yeah. And as an actor and as a writer and as a performer, I think that that's kind of universal to all of us, that... that it's one of the things I really like about this script it is, without making any sort of easy judgment about it, it will take a person at the, not end, but right. latter portion of his career, right. and at the very early of his career, and have those people talk to each other and hold each other accountable for the choices they made or are going to make. Um, it's deep. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> well, I mean, for a 45 minute fluffy film. It is, right? but th- as, that's as part of what makes it a good comedy is it's yeah. not, as you say, it's not mocking. It's not just right. yuck it up. There, there really is a story there. No, there as really performers, is. when we come out of college, we have an idea of what our life as an actor or as a person in yeah. the theater is going to be. And for most of us, it doesn't end up anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same for Shaq. Good note to end yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the thing. But yeah, it's a, it's a thing that when you before you become, you feel like if you become known for one role, you feel trapped like that. Until you are unknown and you are trying to achieve that role <laughs> yes. that everybody knows you for. Well, I mean, I had so many people that, after the Fringe Festival, you know, you'd go out and then people would come up to you and go, oh my God, the show was great, or, you know, I had so much fun, and you'd thank you. And they, they would say this that I really appreciated was that I didn't know that there was such a story behind <laughs> it. And I went, well, what do you mean? They said, well, you know, I came to the complete works of William Shatner expecting to see a bunch of people uh, doing William Shatner impressions. But I walked away with so much more of the man's life, and mm-hmm. life isn't what we expected to end mm-hmm. up as. Yeah. Yeah. I was so just, I, I just appreciated that so much. 
that so, there was a different plane, a different level that, uh, that people took away from. So somebody quickly shill, and I know you've got two more shows coming up, so give us the dates and the times, and then if there's more, you know, if you're planning to take this other places, say so now. It's going on our, our uh, podcast and our blog. It'll be fun, but uh, we have two more shows on the 26th and the 27th uh, at the Bryant Lake Bowl in Minneapolis, Minnesota at 7 p.m. Which is a great, I just want to throw this in, very cool place. I love, I love the theater, and we had really good food out in the front, and we didn't have to rent bowling shoes in case, you know, because we, we didn't know how this was going to work, but go ahead. So, yeah, if, uh, you know, I, I don't know, if uh, Shatner calls us up and wants to <laughs> wants to take over the role of the Priceline negotiator. <laughs> he, he, he might. Uh, or I'm take over the whole attack. show. Uh, I don't have a heart attack and die. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I could dive rolling from bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he can do the voice as well as I can. <laughs> I don't think he could do that. So you know what? No, we got to have him play young Shatner. Oh, <laughs> he's the only one who really knows, right? <laughs> and all those girls who slept But that's all we have. Uh, we don't have another remount plan yeah. at this point. Uh, nor do we have a tour plan. Uh, well, so let's we get on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll kickstart that. We might, we might be doing it at, at Convergence 2013. Oh, we'll that'd be that, great. Awesome. You would have a huge audience there. Well, there's uh, a, a lot of wonderful, strange little theater spaces in Chicago, as well ah. as in San Francisco. Yes. <laughs> I've played in most of them, so I know. Um, <laughs> there we go. Road trip. <laughs> well, that's you, what we're doing. We're calling you, this our uh, Midwest if you, tour. If you book us in, we'll be happy to do <laughs> Well, thank you all. Oh, thanks. Very thank much. This has been great. We, like I like we said, wonderful show. It was so worth you know coming up here and yeah. even though you had to fly really far away, she was uh, coming okay. anyway to see me. Well, but um, we loved it. Worse. We just loved it. Well, yes, thanks thank for, you. for coming up and watching. Of course, I'm glad you did. Yeah.